Hi, what's going on? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Chafei of Mesechta Sukkah. Um, and L'chaim, I have, I'm recording today with a cup of coffee. Exciting times, right? Right, L'chaim. Mm. I can just feel that caffeine going straight to the brain. It's nice. Alright, so... Alright, uh, what does today's daf talk about? The first part of the daf, of course, like every daf, uh, well, that's not true, it's not like every daf, that's not true at all, but today is one of those dafs where it continues from where we left off yesterday, which is um, discussing the walls of a sukkah and how they have to be sturdy, they can't blow in the wind. Um, and then we get to a Mishnah that says that people who are messengers on their way to doing a mitzvah are potter from the sukkah, we then talk about the source of We'll see a Gemara that we've seen at least on two occasions before, maybe even three. Um, and we'll see two uh, support, uh, two proofs, two basis, two reasons why Shluche uh, mitzvah, sources, why Shluche Haosig mitzvah, And that is, I would say, kind of the main sugas over here. We also discuss Shtiklat and Chosen. Uh, being potter from sukkah, but um, yeah, I'd say this main sukkah there is really haosig min mitzvah potter min mitzvah. All right, let's go weiter. So we're on daf chafei moralif, three lines from the top. Ta shma coming here. Shavas betel shu gavoa asare. Okay, if a fellow, of course, this is a gemara that we've seen in Masechta Eruvin, that if a fellow spends Shabbos. On a uh, uh, like a little uh, pile, I guess a tail, a little mound that is um, ten tefachim tall and four amis wide. It's its width is between four amis and a base asayim, which of course is the size of a karpaf. Or in a some kind of a cleft in a rock that um, is ten tefachim deep and also is from four amis until a base sa'asoyim. Okay. And this is the important part for us. Similarly, if a fellow is in like um, you know, let's say there was like a wheat field and you kind of like you know, harvested a whole area of the wheat field and this area is surrounded by unharvested standing stalks of wheat and you've kind of like harvested this whole area. I imagine like those like, I don't know, maybe I'm making it up, but kind of those like aerial photos of like those circles in like fields that are like harvested. I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe that's just in my mind. Is that like a thing? Anyways, so if you like harvest a whole bunch of uh, wheat Vishibolos Makifososa, and there's standing wheat surrounding the harvested area. You can walk in that whole area as well as outside of it, 2000 Amis. Even though the wheat stalks are able to blow in the wind. So the point being, how could it be that these are considered walls, these wheat stalks, if they can blow in the wind? They're also, you kind of secured them um, and kept them solid with by like weaving in i don't know palm branches and stuff making it strong but if they were able if they just blew in the wind then they would not be considered a wall a machitza okay
Okay, just have to stick on my coffee. All right, let's go weiter. Zot the Mishnah Shluche Mitzvah Pturin Min Hasuka. You hear that, friends? People who are messengers on their way to do a mitzvah, on a mitzvah mission, Pturin Min Hasuka, they are potter from eating, sleeping in a sukkah. Cholinum Shamshen, Pturin meaning from the mitzvah of sukkah. Cholinum Shamshen, Pturin Min Hasuka. People who are unwell, as well as people tending towards them, taking care of them. Potter from sukkah. Additionally, you can eat and drink in a temporary manner outside of the sukkah. So you don't have to, you know, if you're outside, if you're eating just something temporary, we'll have to define what temporary is. But if you're eating in a temporary manner, you do not need to be in a sukkah. So the Gemara wants to know, how do we know this? How do we know what? How do we know that a Oslik mitzvah potter in a mitzvah? That a fellow who is um, busy doing a mitzvah is potter from doing other mitzvahs. So, therefore, in our case, if you're a shliach mitzvah, if you're on your way a me- uh, on a mission, a mitzvah mission, so you're potter from sukkah. It's like one of the first gemaras we learned together as a, as a, as a team. Back, I think it was Daf 11, Daf Yudal from Mesech Tabrachis already. Forever ago. A lifetime ago. That the Pasuk says that you read Kretschmer, you read Kriyashma. When you're sitting in your house, you're sitting around, that's when you read Kriyashma. To the exclusion of somebody who's busy doing a mitzvah. If you're not just sitting around, but you're busy doing a mitzvah, so you're potter from reading Kriyashma Vlechtchavaderch. And when you travel on the way, even while you're traveling, I remember right, Jordan one time, Jordan one time was, was learning Babylon Talmud in a white water rafting trip, if I remember correctly. Vlechtchavaderch. Even while, even while you're traveling, you're steiging. Pradlechosin. To the exclusion of a chosin, that uh, a, a, a chosin, a groom, on the first night of his wedding, he's potter from kriyashma. Okay, mikan amru. From here, they said, "Akonis is absula potter v'samon achayev." A fellow who's getting married to a virgin is potter from kriyashma, but somebody who's getting married to a um, a widow is chayev to kriyashma. Fine. My mashma. How do we learn? How do we extrapolate these learnings from Bishiftucha Bivisecha Vlechtchavadech? Amavuna says Avuna Kiderech, right? It says Bishiftucha Bivisecha Vlechtchavadech. You read Kriyashma in a way that's similar to a derech, to a way. Maderech Rishus, Avkor Rishus. So just like when I go on my way, when I go whitewater rafting, it's my choice. So, so. In those cases, when I'm going volitionally, so that's when I read Kriyashma, that's when I study Torah. Lafuke hai, to the exclusion of this fellow, somebody who's going to do a mitzvah, dibe mitzvah asuk. Because, right, to the exclusion of somebody who's doing a mitzvah. Somebody who's doing a mitzvah, so, so he's going to be potter from Kriyashma. Okay? Milo askinu the kazul, dvar mitzvah v'kam, rachman alikre. Frakti kamar, wait a second. 
maybe what the Pasuk is saying, that even while you are on the way, even if it's a mitzvah, maybe it's when you're going on any way, even including a mitzvah way. No, if that was the case, that it's in any time that you're on a journey, you read Kriyashma. So then it should say, What does it mean you're sitting and you're going? That you're only chayv to read Kriyashma when it's your own, uh, you know, mission, like your own journey. A volitional journey. That's when you're chayv to rikriyashma. Habelech is the mitzvah p'tiras. But if you are on the way to do a mitzvah, which is God's journey, so then you're potter from reading kriyashma. Yachiv, this is the case. I feel the is nami. So then the Gemara says, wait. But if the whole Indian over here is about osik b'mitzvah potter min a mitzvah, so then marrying a widow is also a mitzvah. How can we say that only marrying a besula is part of from Kriyashma, but marrying a widow and Almana is chayv in Kriyashma? It's a mitzvah also. So, konis is a besula tarid, konis is Almana lo tarid. That when a fellow marries a besula, so there's more, he's more worked up about it. It's more, he's more, um, I guess it's more consuming on his mind and he can't focus on Kriyashma. Whereas if he's marrying an Almana, I guess it's less, uh, it's less, I guess, distracting ultimately, um, and therefore we say you could fo- you could focus on reading Kriyas Shema. So the Gemara says, wait, but what? So so being unable to focus means whenever you can't focus, so you're potter from reading Kriyas Shema. So what if a fellow is is boat is shipping in the sea? I mean, that's schwer. Fellow's got a boat and it's sinking. That seems pretty schwer. And I, I would not be surprised if he is unable to focus on Kriyashma. So should he be part of reading Kriyashma because he can't focus? So v'chitema achinami. And if you're going to say, yeah, yep, yep. Whenever a person can't focus, he's part of reading Kriyashma. V'omer, rabab, b'zabda, omer, rab. Ovel, chayv b'cha mitzvah samuruz bator. That an ovel, a mourner who certainly is unable, you know, unfocused, right? Somebody just passed away. He's very distracted, can't think straight. He's chayev in all of the mitzvahs in the Torah. The exception being because it says by them like glory, you have to be in a, in a, in a situation of glory in order to wear tefillin, peseder. It's an exception to the rule. But what's the rule? The rule is that a mourner does do all of the mitzvahs. Now, a mourner is somebody who is unable to focus, and that doesn't seem to be making a difference. So, what's the deal? Like, how come that a chosin, because he's unable to focus, so he's potter from Kriyashma, yet seemingly in every other case where you're unable to focus, you're chayev. So, achatarotir to the mitzvah, achatarotir to the rishos. Have you hear the answer? The Gemara answers that, well, by a chosin, it's not just a, 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 um, inability to focus, it's an inability to focus in the context of a mitzvah, in the context of getting, uh, of getting married and being with his wife. So, therefore, because it's a tirda de mitzvah, that's why he is part of reading Kriyashma, as opposed to a fellow's ship is sinking, 
or or a, or a mourner where yeah they're unable to focus but um it's not a mitzvah it's not just unable to mitzvah be, uh, unable to focus because of a mitzvah you're just unable to focus so that's not a reason to to skip kriyashma but here did the mitzvah then you're potter from 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 kriyashma very nice news what do we see so we see from that Potter min a mitzvah. Frakti gemar va'osik mitzvah. Potter min a mitzvah. Me'achon nafka. Me'osam nafka. Ooh, the gemara says, wait a minute. Is that really the source of va'osik min a mitzvah? Potter min a mitzvah. It comes from here. One second. Coffee. Boom. Right to the brain. All right. The Tanya's we learn in the brayz va'yanoshim shayu t'meim lenefesh adam v'gomer that there were fellows and these fellows were impure. No. We learned about this in Mesech the Psachim. Right? That, that, that if people are Tomei, they're unable to bring the Pesach Rishin, of course, they bring the Pesach Sheni. A big part of Mesech the Psachim. Who were these people that were Tomei and were unable, right? People came to Moshe Rabbeinu and they said, look, we're Tomei, we can't bring the Korban Pesach, what do we do? Who were these people? And for the Gemara, no, Sarono Shal Yosef, Hayu Divir of Yosef Aglili says of Yosef Aglili, they were the people who were carrying the coffin of Yosef Atzadik from Egypt. Right? What does the pasuk say? Um, what is it? In Parsha Shlach, it says Ki Ashbea Ishbia as Bnei Yisrael Lemor. What was it? Valisim Satz Musaim Mizay Etchem. Whatever it is. So they brought the bones of Yosef Atzadik out of Mitzrayim and they brought them with them. So Rabbi Yosef says that those people who were carrying the coffin of Yosef Atzadik, they were Tomit. And they were unable to bring the Korban Pesach. So, the, so, so they're the ones who approached Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, fine. Rabbi Kiva says that they were Mishael Veltsofon. Who are Mishael Veltsofon? One second. Elazar and Isomer. No, Mishael and Eltsofon. One second. There's another Vaviu, Elazar and Isomer. They, they were the children of Aharon. Who were Mishael Veltsofon? Mishael. And El Tzafon, who are they? Okay, yeah, so Mishael and El Tzafon, oh gosh, I gotta use my brain a little bit over here. They were the sons of Uziel, who were the brother of um, Yitzar, and like Amram. Alright, alright, one second, one second. There was a guy named Avram Avinu, and he had a child named Yitzchak Avinu, he had a child named Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu had 12 children. One of them was Levi. Levi had three children. Korach, uh, um, 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 Gershon, Kehos, and Merari. Great. Kehos had four children. Um, Amram, Yitzar, um, Eltsofon, and Uziel. Okay. Now, Amram, of course, was the father of Moshe and Aharon. Um, Yitzar, uh, one of his children was Korach. Okay. Now, um, Uziel had two children, Mishal and Eltsofon. So they were basically the first cousins of um, Korach. 
and also, I guess, the first cousins of um, Moshe and Aharon. And anyways, so we're saying that they were busy with dealing with the um, Nadav and Aviyu after they passed away. Um, well, there you go. So it says with Bakive, um, that these people who were Tomei were Mishal and El Tzafon, um, that they were busy with Nadav and Aviyu. Rabbi Yitzchak Omer, says Rabbi Yitzchak, who's Rabbi Yitzchak? Meaning, Rabbi Yossi Aglili, Rabbi Akiva. Who's Rabbi Yitzchak? What, was he contemporary of Rabbi Yossi Aglili and Rabbi Akiva? I don't know. Rabbi Yitzchak Omer says, Rabbi Yitzchak, if no se aronu shal Yosef haryu, if they were the, uh, carrot, right? Rabbi Yitzchak asked the kasha, right? No. So Rabbi Yossi Aglili says that the people who were tummy were the people who were carrying the coffin of Yosef. Rabbi Kiva says it was Mishal and Eltsafon who were dealing with Nadav and Aviyu. Frekt Rabbi Yitzchak, I don't understand. If we're talking about the people who are carrying the coffin of Yosef at Tzadik, well, the Korban Pesach happened in the second year after they left Mitzrayim in Iyar. Basically, they were at, they were still at Chorev. Where they received the Torah. They hadn't moved since then. Nobody had to touch the coffin of, uh, of Yosef at Sadiq for, for, for months and months. There was plenty of time for them become, to become Tahor. So it says to Yitzhak, I don't understand. If we're talking about the people who were carrying the coffin of Yosef, it's not like they were actively carrying the coffin of Yosef. They were sitting in Chorev for like almost a year, I think, maybe even in more than a year. This was ER of the second year. They got to Nisan ER Sivan. So probably maybe 10, 11 months already. They had plenty of time to go to the mikveh. And, you know, uh, become tower. Paraduma and all that stuff. That, you know, even the paraduma was already, already an option, was already available. In Mishav Also Mishav and Tzafon. There was plenty of time. Oh, one second. ER would be, sorry, ER would have been the, where? Sivan. Now I'm confused. Why is this ER? No, this isn't ER. This is obviously Nisan because we're talking about the Karim Pesach. But still, meaning is Nisan of the second year and the Yidin had already been at Chorev from like Sivan of the previous year. Okay, plenty of time. And also if it's Mishal and Atzafan, so Nodav and Aviyu died on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. This is already, the Karim Pesach is already two weeks later. So Kilu says Rabbi Yitzchak, I don't understand if we're talking about the people who are carrying the coffin of Yosef, or if we're talking about Mishal and Atzafon who were dealing with Nadav and Aviyu, in both cases they could have already been Tahor by the time that Korban Pesach rolls around. So he says, I don't understand. Rather, there were people who were dealing with a Mes Mitzvah. Now Rashi points out it doesn't have to be a Mes Mitzvah. What's a Mes Mitzvah? Mes Mitzvah is you, found, you find the corpse lying somewhere and you say, wow, if I don't you know, if I don't take care of this mace, then nobody is. So you take care of the mace. That's a mace mitzvah. Now, as Rashi points out, doesn't davka have to be a mace mitzvah? It can even be just be a, uh, an immediate relative. So Ella oskim be mace mitzvah. How you rather says Rabbi Yitzchak? No, there were people who were, who who a relative had passed away a week earlier, and now it was mamish the last day of being tamei. That night already, they're going to be tahor. And the kasha is, can they participate in a, in the Korban Pesach? 
that their last day of Tumah, their seventh day of Tumah Sameis, was on Erev Pesach. Shinemar's the positive says, that that day, they were unable to do the Korban Pesach. That that day they couldn't do the Korban Pesach, but the next day they could have been able to do it. Kilo was their last day of being Tomei. If they would have become Tomei one day earlier, then they would have been able to already be in the Korban Pesach. So what do we see? Chaybe, what do we see after all this? We see, Osik mitzvah potom in a mitzvah, huh? How do we see that? Because there were, these are people who one week prior, their relative passed away, and they had to ask themselves, wait, on the one end I have to bury my relative, on the other end, by burying my relative, I'm going to be unable to bring the carbon Pesach. So does the mitzvah of burying my relative overweigh, outweigh the mitzvah of carbon Pesach? And what do we say? We say, yes. That because you were busy burying your, your relative, you're going to be potter from the mitzvah of Korban Pesach, and you'll bring a Pesach Sheni. So we see from there, Osik mitzvah potter in a mitzvah. So fact the Gemara, do we learn out Osik mitzvah potter in a mitzvah from Kriyashma, or do we learn out Osik mitzvah potter in a mitzvah from Korban Pesach? So Anfert the Gemara, Tzricha. We talk a need to teach Osik mitzvah potter in a mitzvah twice. The Ashminun Hosum. If I would only have the example of Korban Pesach, Mishum Dulomatuz Man Chiyuva the Pesach, I might think, okay, fine, in that case, by Korban Pesach, one week prior, they were able to bury their, their relatives because it wasn't yet, there was no Chiyuv yet to offer the Korban Pesach. Of course, right, the mitzvah to offer the Korban Pesach is on Erev Pesach in the afternoon. This was a week prior. So I might be able to argue that, yeah, sure, if they made a cheshbin, they could figure out the truth is, we maybe we shouldn't bury our relative now because in a week from now, we won't be able to bring the Korban Pesach. The fact of the matter is, it wasn't yet the time to offer the Korban Pesach, so I can understand why we would say, yeah, go for it. Bury your relative, even though it means you won't be able to bring the Korban Pesach in a week from now because it wasn't yet the time, there was no chiyuv yet to bring the Korban Pesach. Havol, but over here, by Echosin, we say his potter from Kriyashma, at the time of his chuppah, it was already in the nighttime, maybe. And it was already Chayav to read Kriyashma from before he became a Echosin and, 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 and was tarot tier to the mitzvah. So my thinking in that case, maybe we would be Chayav to read Kriyashma. Tzricha, therefore we have to say, no, even in the case where, like Mamsh at the time, that, the, right, that there's that he's osig by mitzvah, the chiv of the mitzvah already kicked in first. Still, he's going to be potter from Kriyashma. Osig by mitzvah, potter min mitzvah. Viyash minun And if we would only have the case of the chosin by Kriyashma, mishum deleka koris, because, okay, what's the worst thing that I'll, you know, Kriyashma is a mitzvah saseh, so yumavato mitzvah saseh, certainly not a good thing, but it's not exactly koris. When it comes to Korban Pesach, if you don't offer the Korban Pesach, some might think that even a week prior, you shouldn't be able to partake in a mitzvah that's going to you know, uh, uh, um, um, prevent you from bringing the Korban Pesach. I.e. you shouldn't bury your relative because then you won't be able to offer the Korban Pesach. And Korban Pesach is a chiv Karis. So maybe I would say even a week prior, you shouldn't be burying a relative. Therefore we have to say no. Even by Korban Pesach, Osek mitzvah potem in a mitzvah, and you should be burying your relative. Givaldik. So we learn Osek mitzvah potem in a mitzvah. Gishma. Gufa. 
We learned earlier, Amr of Abba Barzabda, Amr Rab, said Rab Abba Barzabda, the name of Rab, Ovel Chayb Chomitzvah Samuel Batorah, that a mourner is Chayb in all of the mitzvahs in the Torah. Chutz mitfilin shari nemer boed pe'er. With the exception of being tefillin. Tefillin, it says glory in the context of tefillin. So you should only wear tefillin in a state of glory. And if you're mourning, you're not in a state of glory. And therefore, you don't wear tefillin. However, every other mitzvah, avel a mourner is chayv. We do amal rachman and yichezkel from the fact that the Torah says to yichezkel, that, that God says to yichezkel, that the Ebershter tells Yechezkel that, that his wife is going to pass away. And he tells Yechezkel, look, I don't want you to do any acts of mourning. And he says, you know, what does the Pasuk say? He onik dom, don't like uh, don't show acts of mourning. I want you to wear your tefillin. I want you to wear normal shoes. Don't, I don't know, someone cover your face. Don't be fed by other people. Meaning, we learn out from here all these minhagim, all these things that in Ovel, that a mourner does, don't do. So we see, you know, in Pat, meaning we say, don't do X, Y, and Z like a mourner would do. So we see, ah, okay, I guess a mourner does all those things. So, you're the one, Yechezko, you're the one who should wear shoes, who should wear uh, tefillin, should do all the things that, that Avelim don't usually do. But in general, in Avel would be, um, um, oh, um, meaning he's saying when it comes to tefillin, you wear tefillin, but in general, in Avel would be potter. On the first day of Avelus, that the first day is Davka, the most bitter day. In Avel has to is in the mitzvah of Sukkah. Pshita. The Gemara says, obviously, Rabbi just said the name of Rab, that in Avel is in every single mitzvah except for Tefillin. So why would I have the Havimunit to say that in Avel is potter from Sukkah? Because I may have thought to say, because since Rav says that somebody who's uncomfortable is mitzta'er, he is potter from the sukkah. So I might think, well, somebody who is mourning is also uncomfortable. Is also, also in an uncomfortable state. So maybe he should also be potter from sukkah. So kamash malon, hanimili tzayre de that when we say that mitzvah is part of the sukkah, somebody who's uncomfortable is part of the sukkah. It's somebody who's uncomfortable because of the sukkah. I don't know. Maybe it's too cold. Maybe it's too hot. Maybe I don't know. Some 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 issue with the sukkah that he's just he's very uncomfortable. He can't be in the sukkah. But over here by avelus, where it's just it's 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 a mental state. It's a mental state. He's just he's feeling kind of you know schlecht. Well. He's got to get his act together and, and snap into, into, into enjoying himself in the sukkah. It's not going, right? Being in Avel is not going to be a, um, reason. It's not going to be considered mitzvah potter min sukkah. Mitzvah potter min sukkah is if it's raining out, if it's too cold, you know, something like that. But, um, a mental, you know, just your own personal mental state. We say, yeah, you're still going to be chayev in sukkah. Um, Fine, because in Avil is chayv in all the mitzvahs, the only exception being um, tefillin. 
Bashushvinin, a, a groom, as well as all the people, um, you know, all of his friends, and all the people involved in the in the Simcha, everybody is potter from the sukkah. Interesting. Kol Shiva for all seven days of probably for all seven days of the uh, of the celebration. My time outcome, um, because they have to be happy. Okay, so why don't they just be happy in the sukkah? Why are they part of the sukkah? Eat in the sukkah, be happy in the sukkah. In simcha ala b'chupa. No, because the, the happiness tafka has to be by the chupah. Okay, so be happy by the chupah, but eat in the sukkah. In simcha ala b'makum suda. Yeah, but the happiness is only in the place where you're eating. And therefore, you're going to have to eat and be happy in the chupah. So why don't you just do the chupah in the sukkah, and then you can be happy and eat in the sukkah. Abai says that no, that you can't do the chuppah in the sukkah because of yichud, because the sukkah would often be on somebody's roof. And what happens if you have a situation where you have the chasin, the kala, and somebody else on the roof in the sukkah? The chasin needs to go to the bathroom. And now what you have is the kala is left with this other person. And it could be yichud, could be a married, right? We don't want a married woman to be alone with another man. Rava says it's because of the discomfort of the chasen. Because a sukkah only needs to be two and a tefach walls. It's kind of an open space. And the chasen wants that privacy with his wife. And therefore, um, it's uncomfortable for uh, him. So therefore, we don't want to have the chuppah in the sukkah. The nafkamina is, if there are people around, people around by the sukkah, that so if there are people around so you don't have to worry about yichud Abai is concerned about yichud is irrelevant now but in terms of um, the chasen not having privacy well he's still not going to have privacy Om Reb says what I did was we ate in the sukkah and we had simcha by the chuppah and it was kivaldig and I'll tell you a secret it was mamashu kivald because I was able to Dance at two weddings, so to speak. I was able to, to get both to Chaparayim, uh, eating and being Mekayim, the mitzvah of sukkah, as well as the um, um, happiness of the chasana. Cheve, that was daf chof hey of Masech the sukkah. It was a gewalaga daf, I think, right? So the first part of the daf, we wrapped up yesterday's discussion about walls of a sukkah, that they have to be sturdy. And um, yeah, we said even if like you're in a field with like wheat and stuff and you want to use the wheat as walls, they would have to be sturdy. Then we said that uh, somebody who is doing a mitzvah is potter from the sukkah. So then we discussed what is the source for osik mitzvah, potter in a mitzvah. We first saw the source coming from Kriyashma, which is something that we've uh, a gemara that we've seen uh, at least on two occasions. I feel like even three, um, which is that you have to read Kriyashma when you are going somewhere volitionally. But if you're on your way to a mitzvah. You're going to be part of Kriyashma. We then brought another proof, which was that by Korban Pesach, um, we say that you know you could bury an immediate relative and be osik in the mitzvah of burying a relative, even if it means that you're going to be unable to bring the uh, Korban Pesach because osik by mitzvah topin potim in a mitzvah. Um, okay, we had learned along the way that an avel is chayv in all the mitzvahs in the Torah except for. Tefillin, because it says about them glory, and there was an interesting Gemara there at the end about you know a, a, a chasin and all the people involved in the 
in the in the chasana are going to be potter from sukkah. And then we saw at the end, the Reb Zeir says, look, he chopped around and was able to, um, you know, still eat in the sukkah even when he was a chasana. And that was that was really amazing. Chavit, that was Daf Chafei. I hope you enjoyed. Have a great day. Cheers.